The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. As spiritual seekers, we often receive guidance on which path to follow. This might be necessary for some time, but as we move along, we need to trust our heart and become our own guide. Welcome to Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us, a place where we can listen to everyone's heart. Your companion on the journey is Jill Asselin. Come join us now on this path of inner exploration. Here is your host, Jill Asselin. Good afternoon or good evening, everyone. Bonsoir. Uh, this is Jill, back for another week of um, nurturing the spiritual spelunker in, in all of us. Uh, so thank you very much for, for nurturing who you are, who we are. Uh, thank you very much as well for listening. I'm happy to be here today. And um, I'm going to share... A little bit about the, the violet flame today. Um, I had a, a very interesting slash amazing experience uh, since I started um, consciously and assiduously uh, practicing and using the violet flame. Excuse me. And so since last Wednesday, uh, and I noticed a few things that are very, um, the best way to put it is very mystical. Uh, things change in a very subtle and very, um, again, mystical way. It's like messages coming. And um, so I will be speaking about my experience and also giving you some advice. Uh, I put everything on my blog last night, at least the, the portion that I've been using since last Wednesday, along with a, a small, a short decree. But, um, and this may be connected, I don't know. Uh, not always easy to put two and two, and I think uh, our mind wants to rationalize too many things. But just about 30 minutes ago, 35 minutes ago, I was in, in meditation, and something happened. It's, uh, it's what I would call a knowing, something very small. About an hour ago, I was uh, checking one of the groups uh, I belong to on, on Facebook, a uh, spiritual group, and I noticed that two people had left. And one I knew because uh, the person left yesterday and someone else told me about uh, the person living. And uh, I was wondering, who was the other one? And there's about close to 25 people on the, on the group. So it's, uh, it's hard to keep track exactly of who is there, even though I tend to be fairly curious. And I always look at the, the list of members. Uh, we are all admins anyway. So I look at the list of members to, to know who is here. And, you know, we just join and, and things like this. And so two members living and uh, one I knew and one I didn't know. I couldn't figure out. I tried for about five minutes, came back to the, to the group and looked at the page and uh, still couldn't come up with a person's name. 
So I let it go, and then I sat. I sat in silence in front of my altar. Uh, my Metatron's cube was, um, was on, uh, turning counterclockwise, meaning it's, uh, it's cleansing. It's, it's doing something to remove stuff, the stuff we don't want. And I think the stuff that got removed at the time is my, my rational um, tendency to analyze and overanalyze. Like, of course, many of us tend to do that. But um, in this case, in this very spe- in this specific example, I was looking for a name with my mind. I was zooming in. And after I let it go in meditation, suddenly the, the name of the person appeared. And there was a knowing, meaning I knew that this person had left. And um, there was no need to double-check, in a sense. I did, because, um, because I wanted to honor my mind. And, and right, I was right. My, 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 you know, something else in us, uh, which is working at a different level. You can call it soul. You can call it uh, spiritual intelligence. But th- that something which is hard to name, uh, knew, and, and sent a message to me. And uh, again, I knew it from deep down that this person had left, even though I couldn't, you know, picture things. Uh, I had not, my computer was not in front of me. And um, this is the kind of um, intelligence, uh, you can call it many different names. It could be your our God presence, our I am presence, you know, that, that knows, that knows, uh, it knows things much more important than what I just shared with you. It knows things about our, our future, our mission, the reason why we are here on earth, and so many more things that are of importance to, to all of us. And uh, it's something we need to cultivate, you know, seriously and, and, and fervently. And it's also something we need to, um, to harness. Uh, and how do we do that? Um, I would be so happy to share with you like just uh, a few tips, a few, you know, a few advice, pieces of advice. Um, I could, you know, I would think that my practicing the, my using the valid flame is bringing me to a different level, a different level of perception, a different level of knowing, but um, I can't be sure, you know, I can't be 100% sure. But what I'm saying is like this level of ourselves, this spiritual cave, if you wish, this this place of knowing is accessible to all of us. Uh, it's all within us. The question is, or the challenge is rather to find uh, the way to get to that place and to, um, to let it open itself to us. Thank you very much. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us with Jeel Asselin. To reach the program, call in to one 866 Four seven two five seven nine five. That's one eight six six four seven two five seven nine five. You may also send an email to seeking at nurturingthegift.org. Now back to the program. Yes, hello again. This is Jill. Um, apologize, but um, I've got some internet challenges here, and uh, it looks like I got disconnected. My Skype wasn't working very well this morning, and this may have something to do with it. Uh, again, I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't know how long I was on the air. I was talking about, uh, I was sharing my story about uh, being able to access a little bit of my, uh, what I would call my spiritual intelligence and getting a message um, uh, from within about a, a small thing. Um, again, um, uh, a person's missing from a group and uh, didn't know where it was and uh, tried to look with my mind and uh, couldn't couldn't get the person's name. And once I started to sit down and um, and let everything go, then the person's name came and it was the right name. So this is what I wanted to to share with you as a as a starter. Again, my apologies for the little. Uh, problem. I wanted to talk, and I think it's, it's somewhat um, connected, I wanted to talk about the, the violet flame um, today. And uh, the reason uh, being that I, um, I've, been, um, I've been using, I've been practicing the violet flame uh, quite regularly for about, um, for about a week now. And um, I've got you know, some very small uh, things happening, like a feeling of, of being lighter. And, uh, and things in school, um, sorry, suddenly uh, improving for our son. I'm talking about our son's schools. He goes to kindergarten. And for, for many weeks, um, he was having trouble in school, little small behavioral problems. 
which were going with, you know, there was no end in sight. And uh, small things like he wasn't happy about a girl, uh, a classmate in his class, and he was writing or, or drawing on a, on, his, on a dress. And he would be doing that like two or three times a day. And um, we don't know if the girl was really upset, but obviously the teachers uh, were happy. And he was doing that very in a very sneaky way, where he would be waiting for you know for no one is wait, no one is watching, and he would do it like this uh, very quickly, and then the, the teacher would turn back back in, and um, and yes, uh, he had done it, and that, that has, was going on for at least a good ten days, three or four weeks ago, and then with another girl, uh, a girl doesn't seem to like very much. Uh, he was calling her names at times, and also he was uh, scratching her. And we would talk to him at night, and um, there was, uh, you know, difficult to get an answer. At some point, I made him write and draw on a piece of paper so I could have a, a sense of what he was feeling. Uh, that was helpful, and that's how the the drawing on the on the first girls uh, uh, stopped. But um, but with the the second girl, what he was scratching. Uh, uh, things wouldn't stop, and we would get you know uh, a phone call or a comment from the teacher every day. And and again, it's a question of do we make the connection or not. It's uh, we can look at things very different way. I mean, when we start a new activity, especially on the etheric level, uh, on the you know in the spiritual level, we don't know exactly what's going to happen. And that was my case for starting um, practicing the violet flame about a week ago. Uh, I had read about it in details about um, the book, the book about the seven mighty Elohim uh, speak on the seven steps of to precipitation. This is a class I was taking for about eight weeks, a virtual class, and there was a chapter every week uh, to read. And at the end of the book, there's a little uh, sort of a, a glossary, uh, which is called uh, explanatory. And uh, in it, there's different terms that are covered, like even karma, uh, the Christ itself, uh, the soul, a lot of interesting, the personality as well, uh, a lot of interesting things. And um, and at the very end of this section, there's a, there's a portion about the violet transmuting flame. And um, two sections. The second one is how do you use this violet flame? And uh, on Friday, especially, the Things started to change in school on Thursday. Thursday was a very good day for our son, last Thursday. And the same on Friday. And uh, we went to pick him up both on, uh, on Friday. And I remember after picking him up, we were bringing him back to the car on the, on, the, on the parking lot. And I had a feeling, I can remember the time, a feeling of being very light. And uh, possibly because some of these, you know, things... Um, disturbing thing in school we are going away I could realize that but also because things started to uh, to move into a different direction uh, it's hard you know when uh, when uh, something falls off you in a sense uh, the feeling of of being lighter of being uh, again it's it's not it's not easy to explain with words possibly I dealt with some um, sticky stuff on my own and that, in, that was enough to uh, propel our son into a, a good and a better behavior. 
But I remember saying those, feeling those words, I'm feeling lighter. And the next day, Saturday, I was reading about um, this section. I had first read about how to use the violet flame, and then I read the previous section about the violet flame itself. And I'm going to read now what it says. This paragraph especially stuck with me. He said, in, in a very short time, if it is the violet flame, if it is persistently and consistently called into action at least three times a day, the ones who are using it will begin to feel a much lighter atmosphere about him or her, and many distressing conditions of body, mind, affairs, and association will adjust themselves, and those annoyances will fall away as they had never been exist if they had never been. And there's a byline that says, anyone can put this for himself or herself, if he or she will. And, you know, I thought it was just plain amazing, the fact that uh, I had been feeling so light or lighter on Friday, and then I, come to, I came to read this paragraph on Saturday, explaining the effect of uh, practicing or using the, God, the violet flame. And um, another paragraph I wanted to read in here that explain how the violet flame works. Again, if you want to read the whole thing, it's not very long, maybe about two pages, two eight by 11 pages. You can go visit my blog at nurturingthegiftofseeking.org. I posted that yesterday. So in here it says, within every God intelligence, there is the power to master his own life. You see, life is energy, light essence which flows constantly in rhythm from the heart of one's own individualized I am presence. It flows into his physical heart and gives to that heart its energy and rhythm of beating. In its, state, in its primal state, that life is pure and perfect until it is used by the individual into whom it flows to make some form and then energized and made a living thing by the pouring of his feelings into it. When these creations are constructive, they make light, beautiful, happy forms in and around one's horror. And they not only radiate their own blessings to their creator, but they act as magnets to draw like vibrations and forms from all they contact. And um, you know, I believe this is what I experienced last week. Um, I think at the beginning, uh, during the first two or three days, Possibly the experience is a bit stronger because you're starting to, to peel off some layers that needed to be removed. And then possibly after that is the effect uh, is still there, but we may not be or I may not be able to see it the way I saw it, uh, the way I realized the effect uh, last Friday. And so... Um, this is where I am in this, uh, in this adventure. Uh, the, the advice is to do this for about a month, at least twice a day or three times a day, and then to see what happens, to see uh, how things, uh, I would say, improve. One part in here in terms of um, advice on how to use the violet flame he says, thoughtfully and sincerely use the statement provider later, that I'm going to read to you as well, endeavoring to picture the activity taking place just as and when you call it forth. 
Repeat the statement three times. Then, keep your attention upon the activities of this violet fire, picturing it blazing all around you, rushing up from beneath your feet right up, in, through, and around every cell and atom of your physical body, forming a pillar of violet fire about, about nine feet in diameter. With our attention in the feelings, try to feel the power of this violet fire like a blowtorch, blow instantly transmuting into light every discordant thought and feeling form which you have ever created, drawn about you, or ever allowed to come into your world. Try it. It costs nothing to experiment with this wonderful God friend of the ages. It cares nothing about your mistakes. Its only desire is to help you transmute them into light bringing you comfort, peace, and a sense of general well-being, as it does so. And um, I think the more, the more I use the violet flame, and I'm sure many of you have used it, the more you realize what it does in our lives, how it uh, proceeds, in a sense, uh, from removing those so-called mistakes. And uh, I've been you know, consciously focusing on events in other people's lives, uh, especially traumatic events. When I know that uh, the people that I know have really suffered great distress uh, from what happened. And I'm you know, up to a point that I think I can, with the power of the violet flame, the violet fire, I'm even able to, uh, to lighten uh, the effect of the trauma that really occurred. And uh, I deeply believe it is possible. You know, we, we can do it for our own lives, obviously. Uh, things are happening and things are being transmuted. Uh, the mistakes, whatever they were, are of the past. And what is important is that they turn into light, as this short excerpt uh, mentions. And... Um, I believe it's a, great, uh, it's a great way to turn things around. It's just that um, I had never had a chance to experience it. And um, interestingly enough also, I think you know, we, there's a saying that, um, that tells us that when the student is ready, the master appears. And I believe that until now, possibly until I took that virtual class about the seven mighty Elohim, that I wasn't really ready, that I had not prepared myself to be able to embrace that violet flame. I think I learned about it, I would say, at least two years ago. Uh, of course, the violet flame is connected to Master Saint-Germain, and um, that I can tell, uh, that I know with, uh, based on what I've read. But uh, again, my interest wasn't quite into it. Uh, until until I finished this class, and uh, suddenly you know it's like we sense or we feel a pull towards something, towards some activity, towards a new meditation, uh, and suddenly there's a click, in a sense like it's like shifting to another gear, and we start. Um, I would say we start cruising, we start enjoying this new. Um, this new passion of ours. And I've been, again, very assiduously uh, promoting the flame, the fire, the violet flyer within me for the past, um, the past week. 
And um, another sign that also I couldn't help um, forget is that this uh, violet flame uh, showed up on our porch uh, in the back of our house uh, by the garage. The day I can remember was February 18th, um, about a month and a half ago. And it was like right after uh, one of the radio shows. And um, I was on my way out to check the mail. And then I got out for the garage. And then there's a big patch, uh, like a darker patch. It's a patch of star. Something has been replaced, obviously, a couple of years back. And it seems like there's even some moss uh, growing on top of that tar. But right across, there was a band, a very clear band of violet light. The, the color was very, very purplish. I couldn't miss it. And I, and I knew what it was. I, I knew what it was, not from a first world's perspective, but from a, from a visual perspective. And um, and I took a couple of pictures. Uh, I'm sorry that I cannot. I'm not able to show them to you today. But it was very, um, very amazing. I took three or four, and I looked above the house to make sure that it wasn't the sun shining in that direction. And the sun couldn't shine there because the back of the garage was in the shade. And clearly, there were like a a large band of violet light. And um, I believe the sign, even though I wasn't able to interpret it then, like, was like the violet flame, the violet fire was knocking on my door, the door of my life. And um, I took it as it was. I honored it. And then later on, maybe um, two weeks later, towards the end of February, I read an article from uh, Patricia Cora Robles, um, she's part of a, an organization called the Era of Peace, and she was promoting what she called a new, a new violet flame. Uh, why is it new? I don't know. Uh, I was reading the article, I read the article, and um, uh, there was something to do with God's will uh, to send us through Saint Germain uh, a new kinds of uh, violet fire possibly one which is more potent, more effective. And uh, she was promoting as well posters or canvas of that violet flame. And I bought, I ordered uh, one of the canvas that I framed about um, two weeks ago. So it's sitting in my, in my own little room, right above my altar. And it's, it's a gorgeous uh, picture. It's also the picture that I used uh, on my blog to illustrate uh, the posting that I did yesterday. So if you want to look at, um, at a picture of this new violet flame, please visit my blog or even come to Facebook, to Gilles Asselin's on Facebook, and you will see both the invitation for this week and, and, um, and a post um, from yesterday on my blog again that gives you all these details. And... Um, so this is my, my story about the violet flame. Um, again, I can only tell for myself what it does or what it's been doing in my life for the past week. And um, got a little mesmerized, uh, a little bit. So I wanted to read to you now 
the short decree that I found. The book is not a it's not a recent book. I think the book that I read um, about the seven mighty Elohim, uh, written by a, a person called Thomas Prince, P R I N T Z. In case you want to explore that book, was originally originally published in 1957 by the Bridge to Freedom, and there was a new edition in 1986. So it talks about a book which is about 30 years. So even the the decree that I've been reading and um, reciting aloud may have evolved since that time. Uh, I understand the the version that I'm going to give you is a short decree and there's a much longer one which may well be more effective, at least from what I understand from the, the notes in the book. So the decree goes as as follows. Beloved presence of God, I am in me. Beloved Saint Germain, cosmic freedom to our earth and all who serve on the seventh ray. Seal, seal, seal me and every individual belonging to earth's evolutions still unascended, whoever and wherever they may be, in a gigantic blazing pillar of the freedom flame of violet flyer, fire, in all transmuting cosmic power, doubled each instant of each hour. Let this focus be eternally sustained, all powerful, powerfully active and ever expanding around each one, day and night, waking or sleeping, transmuting the cause and core of all destructive etheric records and all human mistakes, cause, effect, record, and memory into peace, health, happiness, and the limitless supply of every good thing which God intended all he created to enjoy from the beginning. I consciously accept this dawn right now with full power. And... um, as I said earlier, I think it's possible to send that that blazing, that enveloping uh, violet fire, fire to just about anyone on Earth, including you know people we don't know, including uh, you know torn areas in the world. I'm thinking about Turkey. I read recently uh, a channel message from Master Elion talking about Turkey and asking us to send uh, energy to that part of the world and also Syria, obviously, and so many other parts of the world that are suffering some, uh, some disasters or conflicts or civil wars. And they need to be, they need to be uplifted. Uh, I think we should not underestimate the power, the power of our light, uh, the power of the violet fire, uh, the power of the flame that transmutes and, um, and clears Every everything in uh, in those uh, destructive etheric records. It talks about all human mistakes, cause, effect, record, and memory. So there's so much uh, we can do, and so much we can clear and cleanse. I think all of this is limited by the power of our mind, our limiting. We see our world thinking that we cannot do this, or we cannot do that, or we cannot affect uh, a person's life. And so I've been setting this, as I said, uh, this violet light, this violet fire, to people who have suffered from, uh, from traumas in the past, in the long 
time ago. And I'm kind of curious to see the effect. Um, it may not happen right away, but I believe there's a, there's a way, you know, there's a, there's a power that cleans and can get to the root of just about everything. Every, every action, every word, every thought, every unconstructive um, occurrence can be wiped out by the power of this violet flame. And uh, this is what I wanted to share with you. And uh, at least to let you know how it's been working for me um, in a very short uh, amount of time. So I, um, I hope we'll g you, will give, um, you will give the Violet Fire uh, a chance. It's, um, it's a very powerful tool. It's interesting too because um, when I was reflecting on both uh, this show and um, preparing, and it seems to me that I'm starting to understand better this, this idea of I am presence or our God presence, that the Father, Mother, God within us, which is, at least until now, was a very like a distant concept. But uh, by practicing this violet flame, I can sense that the power is coming from within. It's coming from the God, from the I am presence within. And it's illuminating whoever and wherever uh, I send this light. And it's always been there, the, this potential, um, this aspect, this I am presence has always been there, available. It is just a question of uh, looking into the right place, possibly coming at the right time, and making the decision or, or the commitment to, to use it on a regular basis. And again, I believe that some elements, or possibly all elements, all elements um, came into place in my own life, you know, based on my spiritual practice my seeking spirit, uh, my learning during this last class that ended about um, a week ago. And um, I believe it's time to put all this power that I garnered, all this uh, I am presence to work, to work for a wider uh, array of people and situations. Again, this is something that is all within us, that we all possess. It's just a, a question of tapping that power. Having the, the mindfulness to, again, look in the right place, into the right place. And, um, and acting from that center, from that center of our own I am presence. And uh, at the same time, I believe that this, um, this practice is, is bringing me closer to source. Um, in the next segment, uh, after the commercial break, I will, uh, I will read a short, uh, a short paragraph 
uh, I could read it now. It talks about, again, the God presence and the holy quiet itself. And um, give me just a second. It really largely dovetails with what I was just saying about you know, getting acquainted with all the power within ourselves. Here it says, it's still part of the explanatory. It says, however, the very moment the individual becomes consciously aware of the truth of his being, that he came forth from his own individualized I am presence, and that the fulfillment of his divine plan and goal of all his existence is to return to that presence in the ascension, from that moment on, the Holy Christ itself neither slumbers nor sleeps. It constantly watches the personality, and it gives tremendous assistance to that one in his struggle to be free from the binding chains and creations of his mistaken use of God's perfect life, flowing into him every moment, so freely and so perfectly. Finally, after enough use of the violet transmuting flame has been used and the causes and cause of human mistakes have been completely removed and replaced by constructive activities and creations, then the holy quiet self takes complete and eternal possessions of all the consciousness and energy of the personality and absorbs that consciousness into itself. This is the beginning of the ascension into the I am presence of all the energies of the entire life stream. Blessed be the holy Christ selves of all mankind, and may they quickly render these freeing service to all the life streams for whose hearts they have allowed life to beat. And again, it's, um, it's interesting when you start to realize something. It felt like I pulled... Um, I pulled the thread. I pulled the thread out of my spiritual life. And the more I pulled, the more I started to understand, uh, again, my own power. And uh, also what I can do with this own power. How much closer can I become to, can I come to source? How much more... Uh, central or center stage can I give to this holy Christ itself of mine, which eventually takes complete and eternal possessions of all the consciousness and energy of my personality. I've been studying about this uh, for a number of years, I would say at least four to five. But again, um, the concept never felt close to home until this past week. I read this uh, section, this glossary um, on Monday. And even since then, I can tell that I'm reading this section that I read just to you for the second time. And I can tell that the understanding is a little deeper than it was um, just three days ago. So I would like to stop here for the, for the last break of the show. Thank you for your continued interest and uh, I will come back for a few last words, uh, reflecting again, I will reflect again during this um, commercial break about what has been going on. Thank you very much.
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. are listening to Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us with Jeal Asselin. To reach the program, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to seeking at nurturingthegift.org. Now, back to the program. Hello again, this is Jill. Uh, I was talking uh, about the violet fire um, that I've been using um, quite consistently for about a week now. Just, you know, one week. It's amazing how much uh, of a difference one week makes in one's person's life. Um, One thing I forgot to mention also, which was really amazing last Friday, when we got out of the school after picking up our son, or right before we picked him up, a mother, uh, she has a child, a boy as well, in in, uh, in our son's class. And she suddenly opened up. Uh, we're not very close from her, apparently. Uh, but uh, she suddenly were outside, my wife and I, we were talking to her. And she suddenly opened up um, about her son's condition, which I'd be diagnosed and uh, with some kind of strange behaviors. In a sense, not very far from our son's behavior in school. And... Um, it was amazing the way she opened up. Uh, she shared so much about what had been going on in his son's li- in her son's life, and uh, she said she would give us some, uh, you know, some advice and some resources and some links. And she did that evening, and we had also a very a very fruitful uh, conversation over the weekend discussing sleeping patterns. Uh, our son has a tendency to go to bed fairly late. And um, Judy wakes up in the morning. Uh, if he does wake up, uh, sometimes I have to wake him up, but he's not in the, in the freshest uh, condition. And uh, the way this person opened up was, you know, just amazing based on the very little amount of connection that we had. It's almost like 
in the past, we would um, just say, like we say in French, bonjour, bonsoir. You just say hello and um, a few words, but nothing else. And then right outside the school, uh, we spoke for about at least 15 minutes. And again, um, she was uh, incredibly generous. And um, I really got the feeling then that a door opened up. And uh, again, it's not so much a door in that person. It's much more like a door within me. Uh, that's the image that came to mind that is still fresh in my mind. It's a door that opened up. Uh, it's, a, it's a veil that I've, has been removed. Uh, it's a mistake that has been, quote-unquote, forgiven because of my use of the, of the valid flame, the valid fire. And, uh, you know, very possibly I could have been judgmental about, um, about her and her husband. And uh, her husband is French and is, you know, from what we noticed and uh, from what we judged, is not very, doesn't seem to be very sociable. When we see him at the, at the birthday parties, there's barely a word being exchanged. And we were born in the same country, so you go figure. But um, it was amazing how all this got cleared up. And um, when this happens, I can tell from experience that something mystical is at work and something, uh, something very powerful as well. And um, this plus, again, the fact that Thursdays and Fridays were very good days in school for our son. It felt like in a total uh, overhaul, a total uh, turnaround of his behavior, which was uh, unexplainable to us before, and suddenly it disappears. And it's just very much what the description of the violet fire is all about things uh, disappear as if they had, nav had never been there. If I were to go back to that passage, uh, very much so. Yeah. If it is persistently and consistently called into action at least three times a day, the ones so using it will begin to feel a much lighter atmosphere about him and her and many distressing conditions of body, mind, affairs, and association will adjust themselves, and those annoyances will fall away as they had never been. And it's interesting, too, about the feeling that there were annoyances, you know, because of our son's behavior in school, and that we think back about those times that are not very far away, maybe four or five weeks ago, it felt like they had never existed. And you wonder, where is this coming from? Where is, uh, where is, the, where is this illusion uh, coming from? And yet, you know, most of us bask uh, into that illusion until we find a way out of it, until we find a way back to the source. And that's exactly what I was talking about uh, right before the break. This, um, this movement... Uh, getting closer to the I am presence within me and within us. Uh, this, um, that's like a cognition. Uh, it's more than, a, than an acquaintance. Uh, it's, a, it's almost like a merging. I wanted to read, to read also a little bit about uh, 
the Holy Christ self, which is again within us and which is performing its, uh, its function. It says in here, the Holy Christ self has been referred to as the higher mental body of the individual live stream and spoken of by our beloved Jesus, Jesus oh, the mediator between God and man. The Holy Christ self represents the only begotten son of the Holy Trinity. In the Bible, it is referred to as, he that kepeth Israel shall never slumber nor sleep. And uh, that's what I was saying in the previous passage. Uh, to return to that presence in the ascension from that moment on the Holy Christ self never slumbers nor sleeps. In a sense that um, this Holy Christ self is being woken up within ourselves and it's become it's become activated it's become uh, holy in a sense when uh, when in the past it would be uh, just asleep asleep and 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 um, not able to remember another short section in here about the personality is the the personality, sometimes referred to as the outer self, is just exactly what this latter term implies. The outer consciousness of the individual live stream, which has forgotten its divine source and thought itself apart from God, which condition, of course, is utterly impossible, since God is life, and the life of the outer self or personality is God's life. And again, uh, we're reading this, this passage uh, today, live during the show, makes me realize that uh, something is at work. Something which has very um, important consequences when we walk the, the spiritual path. It's a return home. It's a, it's a return back to source. Uh, Again, what does it mean, concretely speaking, unhearthing and activating the Christ self within? Hmm, that's a very tough question. I would assume that uh, more light is going to come out. More love is going to come out. Other doors, the doors that have been sealed from within from a very, very long time, these doors are going to open up and something will, uh, will percolate, something will uh, transpire. That's my sense. I've had that sense also. I tried to share that at the beginning of the show. I don't know if I was cut off then. But this feeling of a transition um, that is upon us, I would for sure, it's upon me. I have that feeling. Again, it's something I can't put my finger on. But at the same time, um, something is at work. And one of the reasons I say that is I tend to do most, if not all, my spiritual work when I'm at home. At home, I mean my physical home, the house, but also my place of residence, including all the people that I interact with on a regular basis. Where I'm in my in my own base in the Pacific Northwest, 
And then I go off to some trips, uh, sometimes two-week trips. The next trip we're going to take is going to be about two and a half weeks, uh, starting this weekend. And I know that when I go on these kind of uh, spiritual breaks, I would almost call them pilgrimages, then I can start to reap uh, the benefits and the fruits of all the work. Uh, this is the way it's been working for me for a number of years. And I know that I can, um, during those times, those times of quote-unquote pilgrimages, I can reach back out to something else within me, which wasn't so much available um, because of the work I was doing and because of the challenges I was facing at home. I'm facing just what am I supposed to be faced with, uh, whatever it means and whatever form it, it comes from. Um, it's not always easy to, uh, to deal with, but it comes our way. And I think the, the best way to approach those challenges, I don't want to overgeneralize because, of course, some challenges when it comes to health, psychological health, you know, physical health uh, can be very, uh, very hard to surmount, uh, very hard to overcome. But I'm talking about my day-to-day -day life with all the spiritual challenges that I've been uh, facing. And my, my attitude in retrospect is a, is a feeling of gratitude because all those challenges help us grow and help us on the way back to source, on the way back to where we're coming from. We came from, sorry. And um, that I know. It's... Uh, it's a little uh, voice of certainty coming from within, that there's a path. The path can be the path within. Uh, when we look into the cave, when we do the spelunking work, uh, but when it comes to, to marking a spiritual victory, it's much more uh, a, path, uh, a path onward and forward into uh, a vastly different land. So I wish you many um, beautiful adventures on your path. Our next show will be with um, Altair. We came onto the show about four times last year. I wanted to re-invite him to talk about um, unity consciousness and, and co-creation. It's something uh, which is dear to me. And I wanted to spend um, another show with him and uh, in his uh, beautiful company. So thank you very much, and I will uh, see you next week. Thank you for joining us on Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us. Your personal journey, assisted by your guide and companion, Giel Asselin, will continue next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be sure to tune in again.